0: Welcome to The Stream of David on Om Times Radio with best-selling author, channel, and creator of the Taya spiritual practice, David Strickle, shares the eternal wisdom of the consciousness called The Stream. The Stream of David Show is fun and informative and seeks to not only answer all your spiritual and life questions, but to also provide proven tools to navigate life's obstacles and find a path to joy, clarity, and abundance by hearing the Stream's no-nonsense direct approach to spirituality. Prepare to have your mind blown and receive clarity on your life and the universe like you perhaps never have before. And now, your host... David Strickle.
1: Hi, welcome to the Stream of David show. You're probably, if you've been listening for these past couple of weeks, uh, coming to understand that I have a lot of friends who are channels and a lot of friends who are spiritual leaders. And I'm here today with yet another one of those, Stacy Overman. Hi, Stacy.
2: Hello, David. Super honored to be here. Thank you. Mm.
1: And I'm going to tell you just a little bit about Stacey. You're going to learn a lot more of her her story and, and how she helps people. And then uh, at the end, we'll kind of really get into to some of the things that she's uh, doing specifically to help people out there. But she is an angelic spiritual channel, and she is the author of Angel Kisses, No More Cancer, which is her book. How long has your book been out now?
2: Oh, my gosh. You know, it launched April 30th last year, so almost a year
1: coming up on a year and it's uh i i I wrote uh, a nice little (laughs) write-up for the book i thought it was lovely and love how what you and i do come from different perspectives from a human perspective but the alignment spiritually is so cool and i love it when i meet people that we just have this synergy you know among us where we just get it and then we deliver it in a little bit different way but the end result is is always the same and it's always rooted in universal law right
2: yeah, totally. And it's connecting with the divine and all that is, right? And just aligning with that flow. And it's so funny how your language is so similar but different than my language. But you're we're each here to attract the right tribe that we speak their language, right? They're looking for us. And I just love how it's so similar but so different in a sense.
1: Absolutely. And you're very rooted in uh, the angelic realm. And we talk a lot about the energetic realm, and certainly there's a protective, you know, energy consciousness out there uh, that uh, that many, many, many people identify as angels. And you know, it's this, there, it's a lovely, lovely, loving, yeah, all encompassing energy that I totally. felt my whole life. I don't really identify with it as an angel specifically, but I understand exactly what it is when when you speak yeah. of that.
2: And it's so amazing because so, it just fills your whole being with that love, right? You just, you can't deny it. <laughs> it's just amazing.
1: And you just, you yeah, you feel taken care of, uh-huh. right? And that's, I always say that the, the universe always pampers me. And that's what that pampering energy is, that you, all, you know everything's going to be okay. Even if it seems like it's not okay, that you're creating a, a situation that's ultimately going to serve you. Correct. That you have to trust, right? Yeah. So why don't oh, yeah. we get into your story, how, how you sort of came, you know, I read your book and I certainly know, you know, you, you've gone through a lot of things in your life that brought you to this place. Kind of start and give us uh, how your journey began.
2: Totally. Yeah. You know, I was raised more in the uh, religious sector and not super fanatical or anything like that, but I just had that base as my... Background, my belief structure, my understanding of how things worked, and so when I was diagnosed with breast cancer in the early 2000, um, I think it was like 2008. I don't know. It's like escaping me now. I feel like I've had a whole new life since then. But um,
1: you're a whole I, new person since then. <laughs> oh, whole
2: new person. Like I've been reborn, retran Yeah, you know, everything. Just wow, so awesome. And uh, I, I went through that diagnosis and chemo and radiation and seven surgeries and you know when when you've when you first have that diagnosis and they're telling you wow if you do nothing that you might not live three more years it really rocks your world and to boot I was already a caregiver of my um, husband at the time that was already battling cancer so we went from a household a blended household with three girls him battling cancer. Now I'm battling cancer. It was just like, are you kidding me, God? Like, really? Like, (laughs) was it not hard enough? And so over the next two years, as we battled cancer, there was things, these little nuances that kept happening in both of our life, where we would be led to help someone, or we would be led to a store or led to get our hair cut somewhere. And in the moment, it would be like, oh, my gosh, this was like God having us be right there right then because that person needed to hear a message that we were going to channel through for, you know, from God, from the universe, from whoever you believe in. And and being in a relig- you know, religious background, that made sense to me. Like I was like, yeah, I'm a vessel of this amazing, beautiful love. Well, Fast forward, as I uh, started to get better from my own journey in cancer world, my husband was getting worse. And so right about, he was almost turning 44, he was 43 and he went on hospice. So I was not working as much and we were home and I just would not leave his side. We lived in this three story house and nothing would make shadows going across the window unless it was a bird flying. And he's taking a nap and all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, because I'm working on my laptop sitting next to him in the bed, I see beings start lining up around our bed. And I knew and knowing within me, three of them were loved ones of his family. That had passed onto the other side and were already in heaven. And all of a sudden two of the beings were huge and I just knew that they were angels. Now I freaked out, totally freaked out, because this is nothing that I've ever been taught. I didn't know that you could see this kind of stuff. When I looked directly at it, it disappeared. But I my So this position, was your first
1: experience seeing things or perceiving things from the energetic realm that you could recall?
2: well at that moment yes because my actual first experience i was going into seventh grade and i had a little sister that passed away at 17 months old and i had seen her about a month after she had passed but it freaked my mom out and i like shoved that down and i almost like even mm-hmm. forgot Yeah, you're about told it. to
1: ignore that stuff yeah and that's yeah. the coolest to me that's the coolest part of being human is that you know we are connected to the energetic realm it's all around us all the time. And when you're a little kid, my first is at age six, I saw my grandfather right after he passed away and I've never forgotten it. And I always kept it to myself and I'm glad that I did because I would have had the same experience probably.
2: Yeah. Well, it scared me and it, you know, it upset my mother and I was like, Oh, I don't want to upset my mom. Like she's already going through stuff already. Right? Like I don't want to do that. (laughs) So yeah. So here I am an adult And I'm experiencing this, and I am freaking out. And I'm emailing my oncologist nurse, and thank God she was at the nurse's station. She replied right back, and she says, this is common for caregivers to experience seeing things like this when your loved one is about to go transition to the other side. And I am just like, what is going on? And so when he wakes up, I didn't say anything except, did you see or experience anything while you were sleeping? Did you have any dreams? And I kid you not, David, he named the three family members that I knew were there. He says, "Wow, they were talking with me." And I'm like, "Wow, mind-blown. Totally mind-blown." Now, mind you, after this, like the it everything kind of settled down until he passed away. And then after he passed away, everything amped up. And I'm like, more ambient, please. More wine, please. I don't know what to do with this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
1: Well, it's funny. As you tell this story... It's really – I'm having a cool experience just hearing this because as you're telling the story, I'm visualizing it in my mind as I'm sure everybody listening is. Yeah. And I get this really strong uh, physical response to my body. I think I've told you this before where left is, the left side of my body is positive and the right side is negative. And the uh, left side of my body is just jolting right now as you oh. tell the story. Yes, 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 wow. yes, yes. It's so cool. Yeah.
2: And I've got goosebumps. Every time I share it, it's just like, oh my gosh. I feel like the angelic realm and my loved ones on the other side, they're just like so excited because I'm reliving this and I'm letting people know that this is real. This is real stuff because there's so many people that this does happen to and they don't don't either recognize it or they poo-poo it or it's not in their belief system. You know, and they yeah. think I'm making yeah, it Yeah, people up. don't understand
1: how, how powerful our belief systems are, that it shuts us off from so much.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you
1: know, we develop it, you know, to protect ourselves, but we're sort of an overprotected society, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> as, as children, we we really are. We're, we're taught not yeah. to trust, you know, to listen to what someone else is telling us to think and believe and do yeah. and not trust what's going on to us personally. And that's that's a disservice. But, you know, I think a lot more people are coming to really trust their own inner guidance and their own instincts today. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a wonderful thing.
2: Yeah, totally. And I think about my grandson, you know, he's like um, four right now. And every once in a while, he'll say something super random. And I'm like, I could imagine the old belief system that I had in my 20s would have probably said, oh, honey, there's nothing there. But now I'm like, well, maybe I just can't see it. And I'm not going to say there's nothing there because it may be. I'm just so much more open now to being receptive to we don't always know everything that's happening. It's so cool.
1: Absolutely. And that's the exciting yeah. part of life to me is, is that connection. Even though we're here to live this life in the physical, there's so much available to us that's not physical that, that we mm-hmm. don't often utilize. And you know, I believe that this stuff is available to every being. Oh, Not absolutely! Not just people who are blessed or special or anointed. You know, I, I believe that it's available to everybody. We just yes. have to relax and let it in. We don't absolutely. have to look for
2: it. We don't. Well, and th- we all have these supernatural gifts. We have the gift of wisdom and the gift of knowing and discernment. And you know, it. We don't even have to talk the woo-woo. The gift of psychic mediumship. You know, like healing. We've got it all. It just doesn't matter. We Everybody puts words to exactly what it is, and it doesn't have to be exactly like how the words say, right? It's just trust what comes through. We're all vessels of this amazing God, love, and light. Mm.
1: Absolutely. I get so so he, he transitioned shortly after that time that you encountered that?
2: Yes, yes. Um, it was about three days after and I don't know why I'm led to, to tell you this little story. Um, he went on this little um, jolt like the day before he passed, like he had energy. He got out of bed. We actually like went outside and got family photos and it was so amazing and then he never got out of bed after that. But. This and it brings me to tears. I'm like, whoa, getting choked up again. But he stood up, and we were holding him. I was there. His son flew out of Iraq. They they got him out of the service to be able to be there. Um, he was on the other side, and all of a sudden, my husband's my late husband's name he went by Hank. He wrapped his arm. He gave his son a kiss. He says, "I love you." he was going. He was going to the light. He was going and he wanted to take me with him. And it chokes me up to this day because like, wow, there's so much of me that would have loved to have gone. But he saw it. He saw it. He was heading there. He was heading there. And I, I can't remember now if it was that night or if it was the next day, but he transitioned. I was singing to him. and. Telling him that it was it was his time to go and he could go. We were going to be okay, and it was time for him to hit a home run. We had softball analogies through our whole life together, and he was always a softball coach, and he'd always say, "Batter up!" and we'd come from behind and win. And so I just kept singing to him and tell him, "Bad, it's time to hit a home run. It's time to go. It's time to see Jesus or whoever that you know is waiting for you." It was amazing. Oh. But one of the toughest things I've had to experience in my life, I thought I thought handling cancer was tough. And then it was like, then I lost my husband. And, and, and now, mind you, you can read about some of this in the, my book, but six months prior to him dying, my first husband, which was an ex-husband, my daughter's dad, he died in a plane crash. And I'm just like, the whole time going, really, God? <laughs> really, God? Like, I don't even want to say like, What's next, or anything, but it was powerful in shifting the trajectory of my entire life. Um, I would still yeah, be in corporate you, America. You were the only
1: parent for exactly, and, and you were yeah. uh, parenting at that point. Yeah. So it was very important, I'm sure, to you that you were still, you know, that you, as much as you might have wanted to transition with him out of love oh. at that point had right. you know, the love for your children and, and his children your stepchildren and all of that yeah. you need to stay behind for that I think that was a I big turning point for you
2: yeah it was huge Absolutely. I mean there's anger and all kinds of emotions that are all piled on with grief and everything but it uh I worked through it it took a while but my life is completely different now I'm living my soul's purpose now where it was like it's like a redirect When all that dark night of the soul happens, all that, everything piles on, it's a huge redirect and it's how do we handle that? And do we get on target to living our soul's purpose or do we keep living the cycles over and over and over again?
1: Yeah. Mm. You know, one of the things that I teach in the Taya practice is every time something negative happens, whether it's something small or something monumental like that, it's asking yourself, how does this serve me? Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't know right away. Maybe it takes you know weeks, months, or years to figure out how this negative thing that you don't really want in your life is ultimately something that you're creating that's going to serve you. But that's yeah. just a lovely way to look at everything. And I can tell you, Stacey, at this point, at age 52, I can look back <laughs> through every single thing. and I can figure out now how every piece of negative, unwanted right? thing served me. When we get back from the break, we're going to kind of go into that and how you utilize that and what you teach. We're going to awesome. take a quick break. I hear a lot of background noise, and I don't think it's one of our advertisers, so it's probably my mic picking something up. We'll be right back with Stacey Overman.
0: Conscious Media for Conscious Minds, OM Times.
1: The Taya spiritual practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya bootcamp graduates have to say about this life-changing experience.
0: This work is profound. If you do the Thai bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. I've maintained my practice pretty regularly since graduating. I meditate every day. I trust the universe to deliver what I want. I set intentions for my day, and I monitor my vibe up and down my virtual spiral. Doing these things consistently and regularly has made me a better father to my kids, a better lover to my partner, and a better boss to my team. This work is transformational, and it will completely change your life. I can't recommend it enough. I'm happier than I've ever been in months, years, you know, just learning how to live life again. I'm living proof. This course is amazing. It's life-changing.
1: Visit thestreamofdavid.com slash TYA to learn more and book your free discovery meeting today.
0: Opiates has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me. Everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is going to help somebody, I'm all for it. I just wish I would have had a warning. Opioid dependence can happen after just five days. Know the truth. Spread the truth. A message from Truth, the ad Council on ONDCP.
1: And we're back with Stacey Overman, author of Angel Kisses, No More Cancer. And also a new workbook. She's going to tell us about that uh, before we wrap up. So stick around to the end for that. So we were talking about your experience, uh, your first encounter with the angelic realm very directly at Hank's transition. So kind of bring us up to date on what's happened with you since then.
2: Oh, absolutely. Well, it's it took me a few years, but I started to finally meet other sensitive people that were experiencing the things that I was experiencing. And it took being on a TV show on sci-fi called Ghost Mine. It was filmed on our property that we used to own in Eastern Oregon. Well, that was bringing out psychic and psychic and mediums that I had never experienced before. And so this really gave me confirmation that, wow, this uh, is a gift and I need to figure out how to use this gift. And so that put me on a road to discovery of who am I, right? Because after Hank died, I can remember going down the second aisle of the grocery store that week, started bawling and ran out of the grocery store because I didn't even know what to buy. I didn't know what I liked anymore. All I knew was what the kids needed, what he needed. And so it really took me on a couple of years of really just knowing who is Stacy? Who am I? What are my gifts? What am I here to do? And so it was all about self mastery. Now, I didn't have that word or that term back then, because I really didn't understand what the heck I was even doing. And uh, then I really started painting angels. And that was like my eye opener to what I call meditation. When I was painting angels, I would turn everything off And mind you, I never painted before in my life. All of a sudden, I just got this feeling that I was supposed to start doing that. (laughs) And so I was learning to trust, like you say, David, like I was learning to trust. And so I was like, okay, let's go buy some paints. Let's buy a ding dang canvas. I have no idea how to do this. Well, that became my meditation. That became the way for me to turn off my mind chatter and listen and just really feel into the message that was coming through and that's what really catapulted me into understanding what my spiritual gifts were. And then since then, the crazy thing was I never grew up to think, oh, I'm going to give readings or I'm going to do healings for people. That never crossed my mind and I didn't know how else to get out there, but I started doing readings for people. I started doing healings and then one day I just heard loud and clear from the angelic and from God that I was supposed to teach what I actually do because we needed more way showers, more light workers, more beautiful souls here to help the world, and that there was plenty of work to go around. And so that really shifted me to where now I have a like a coaching program and these beautiful souls find me. And we work together to do healing and connect them, reconnect them with God or the divine or the universe, whoever they feel. Because a lot of times we feel disconnected and we're on this earth going, what the heck am I here for? There's got to be something more that I'm here to do. You know, a lot of us like you, David, like we've got, we can take vacations. We've got our fancy car. Our kids are about to move out or we're empty nesters. We can do whatever we want, but there's some little thing that's missing and we feel empty or maybe we're not even really happy. But we've got all the money that we need, but we're still not happy. And so yeah. I help well, I, you them. Know, I talk
1: about that all the time, you know, having the beautiful house yeah. and cars and clothes and all that stuff. And, you know, I still like all that nice stuff. There's nothing wrong with it. But, but you can't expect feel. that. Yeah. yeah, you can't expect it to fill the void. If you're not a joyful, you know, connected, I, I say source connected, God connected yeah. person, totally. you know, if you don't have a connection to the energetic realm. You're cutting mm-hmm. yourself off from that. You're cutting yourself off from really everything.
2: Totally. So I really help them heal that disconnection and help them reconnect. When And when they do that, it's so that they can be happy again and they can feel like they're living on purpose. And I always say, get ready because it's going to change your whole life. And it does. It shifts their life. It changes their relationships. If they're business owners, like their business blooms everything changes it is amazing and then here's the crazy thing David like my clients are so amazing they are exceptional they do all the work they get diving into this I call it the deep soul healing section and they're like oh yeah I don't see anything I don't hear anything I just want to be happy four weeks in and they're doing everything that I share with them and they're reaching out to me going OMG Stacy like I just seen an angel OMG, I'm getting messages from my grandfather that's passed away. Oh my god, Stacy, I feel God telling me and like they never felt this stuff before. And this is where I'm like, this is real stuff. Why are we not learning that from kindergarten from birth on? We all have the ability to do this. I've got a beautiful gal right now that she's, you know, rocking in the corporate America world, but she wasn't happy. And now I've been working with her for like 19 weeks, and she's like, Stace, I'm here to tell people how to connect with God and find their happiness again like you. And I'm like, awesome, this is great, right? Like, yes. And she had no idea. And oh my gosh, and she's like an amazing medium. She never came to me for that. And whether she's going to do anything with that or not, I don't know yet. But she's aligning with her soul's purpose, and she's listening. She hears messages from God now. like, And that's what she came to me. She's like, I want to make sure I'm doing the right thing, and I want to make sure I'm doing what God wants me to do. And now she hears God loud and clear. It's so awesome. It just gives me goosebumps. So let's
1: let's go back to like, between the time that you first saw the vision of angels. And yeah. now, where you're full blown you're doing this full time you know, teaching, yeah. How did you bridge the gap? How, what was the transition like? Because you also in that time overcame your own cancer. We sort of skipped over that little. little <laughs> oh bit yeah, of cancer. Whatever. Let's go into that cancer a little bit Schmeacher. too. Because yeah, that's it was. <laughs> yeah. and I think it's good that you do that. You kind of just you know glossed over that because the way that right. you overcame it, it's not who you are anymore. But it's a triumph yeah. in your life. So let's talk about that a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely
2: thank you yeah absolutely well you know the thing that i learned david was and i know you're a pro- big proponent of this similar stuff we just kind of talk a little differently about it but i learned that you have to heal on a mind body and soul level to really heal the physical body and and as you said in the beginning i channel the angelic host of angels and so in my book, too, I I share this. It's so amazing. When I channel, I don't always remember everything that I say. So I have to read it again. I'm like, Oh, my God, that's so profound. So what they say to me, too, is our body is a vessel. It's our vehicle. We've got to keep it tuned up, you know, just like you would an instrument or a car, we've got to change the oil, we've got to make sure it's good. And if we don't, basically the oil change is like the the emotional stuff that gets stuck in our body if we don't heal and transmute the stuff that's stuck in our body the body is going to start screaming at us saying hey you've got to heal me so that's so let me let me just preface and give you a picture here my breast cancer that I was diagnosed with came upon because one I went through I was stuck in a really ugh, yucky, yucky marriage for 13 years. We we wound up being friends later. We're like oil and water. I totally know it was meant to be because I got my beautiful daughter out of that, but I couldn't get out. I didn't believe in divorce. And so it was like killing me to stay there and it probably would have killed me about three years later if I didn't get out, but I went through a bad divorce. And then I jumped into this other marriage that was an amazing man, was my, I call him my twin flame. Back then I called him my soulmate because I didn't know what twin flames was. And then we battled cancer together. Well, what happened was I wasn't paying attention to the emotional stuff that I needed healing from. And so my heart chakra closed off, that's an energy center in our heart space, because of that. Tough marriage, right? Like you would think, well, your heart should have been fine because I found the love of my life at the time, but it wasn't. I didn't deal with that. I didn't deal with stuff from my childhood, my heart being broken, from my sister dying, things of growing up that I needed to heal from. I kept stuffing. I was a stuffer. I'm Stacey Overman, and I am a stuffer, or I was a stuffer. <laughs> and I didn't take care of those things that were being pulled around in my little red wagon. And until I faced those and I recognized, you don't have to like dive in and say, oh, my gosh, it was this and relive the situation. But just acknowledging, ooh, yeah, like sometimes we have things we have to heal from our parents, right? Ooh, that one time, yeah. And learn how to heal from that on an emotional level. Then it shifts the vibrational frequency in your body. It opens up and balances your heart chakra and it's not stuck anymore because when those lower vibrational frequencies are stuck in your body, that's what causes the dis-ease within your body. And so as I healed emotionally, as I healed emotionally, my body healed. And I remember the doctors just being like, no, you're clear. Like everything's good. Nothing's coming back. everything's good. and And I even back up too, because this is so profound. It's cr- just blows my mind. Before I got diagnosed with cancer, I kept going to the doctor for shoulder pains. And I was getting cortisone shots in my shoulder.
1: My That's a lovely ball. little warning sign from the universe yes. that something's not right. And you ignore it You yes. go get a shot for it instead of dealing oh, with it. Let's cover it, it and up. Something exactly. Yes.
0: Yeah, right? I, I, I say that masking. like I lived the
1: same thing. It was because I did. Yes,
0: <laughs> you
2: did. I know. Like, right? Your back or something? I can't remember this. Oh, yeah. I had major. I
1: was supposed to be in a wheelchair yeah. in my 40s right? if I didn't have surgery. Oh. And I've never had the surgery. I healed it. Yeah. You know, chronic back pain or certainly breast cancer. That could be deadly. You know, all of these things that we manifest to get our attention if we allow it to.
2: It's like the universe's way saying, wake up, wake up. And I was numbing the pain. I was... You know, and and the cortisone shot wasn't even fixing it, wasn't even touching it. And the doctor actually got irritated with me and was looking at me like, that should have covered it. And I'm like, it didn't. It It ding dang hurts still. (laughs) (laughs) And so a few months, you know, went by. I don't even remember now six months or so. And I'll be ding danged. I got diagnosed with breast cancer. And as soon as I started healing, and doing all the therapies for breast cancer, granted at that time I felt that I needed to do chemotherapy because I didn't know any other options at that time, my shoulder stopped hurting, which that tells me that my shoulder really had no ding-dang issue. <laughs> and it Yeah, it's was... just the stress
1: in your body playing out. And, you know, the little aches yeah. and pains and little little minor illnesses are like the little warning light in your car. Uh-huh telling yeah, you something flashing. bad will happen down the road if you don't pay attention to it. Yeah, and we're all guilty flashing, of it. We all are.
2: Totally. You know, it's so much, so much that I can talk about. There's so many different energy centers in the body, but that was the big one for me was the heart chakra. And you know, the amazing thing, this, it, and it's so funny. I hadn't even thought about this before. This is just coming out right now. Um, when I started chemotherapy, my late husband, He says, I have a surprise for you. And he takes me to this lady's house. And oh my gosh, we're the two cutest little chihuahuas ever. They were like one and a half pound and three pound chihuahuas. We went to get one, but we fell in love with both and had to take both home when they turned eight weeks old. And I used to take them with me to to chemotherapy sessions and pass them around to all the patients. Now, Fast forward to now understanding how to heal on a deep soul level. One of the fastest ways to help heal your heart chakra is unconditional love from an animal. I'm like, of course it is. Like it was just divinely meant to happen. I needed those babies to be held, held into my lap and they they laid with me when no one was home and they wouldn't leave the bed till somebody got home to be with me when I was bedridden, um, because of chemotherapy. And so it makes total sense now. But when I was going through it, I had no idea.
1: But you were working on raising your vibration and thus the the right things were flowing into your life at that time anyway, so you didn't really have to think about it. It just happened for you, which is magical, but that's the way the universe operates. And I, I just see that every day. Every day, yeah. you're just from working with other people and the things that go on in my life. And that's why I get down to that. How does this serve me? You know, I manifested this obstacle. I'm going to let it serve me somehow. I know it will. And I just, it's my work to figure it out and to raise my vibration so that I don't have another one like it.
2: Right. Absolutely. Well, and you know, it's amazing too, like my late husband and I, when we could travel, We guess what? We booked a beach trip. We went to Mexico every six months. And then right before he passed on his bucket list was to walk the beach again with me. So I was able to book a trip to Hawaii and be on the beach. I did not understand grounding, like grounding our energy, walking on the beach, connecting with the earth, like how healing is that? We were healing in the, and the universe was putting the right things in our path before we even understood the rhyme or reason of why it was important to us. We just knew we felt good there. We knew we felt wonderful. Our vibration was raised like right. Like you wouldn't have heard me talking like this back then because I didn't understand it.
1: Yeah, I hope everybody I listening really understands the the magic of, of raising your vibration because really that's it. You know, there are a lot of people that teach law of attraction. Uh, and, and I weave a lot of law of attraction into what I teach, but to me, spirituality and law of attraction are one and the same because law of attraction is a process of creation. And a lot of people teach it really focused on money and wealth. And I do understand that, you know, I try to be broader than that, but very much focused on just be happy, just be happy, just be happy. And that message is correct. But you touched on something, and we'll we'll get back to this. Uh, We're going to take a break in just a moment. But uh, the the just get happy idea, when you've got all of this negative baggage that you're carrying around, you're not going to be able to be up there in that high, happy vibration all the time if you've got all these triggers from your past dragging you down. Mm -hmm. You've got to go clean that stuff up. And that's the totally. point i love to get across and that's what i love about you your work we're very similar that way that mm-hmm. yes we want to be happy we want to raise our vibration we want to be joyous we want to go outside we want to be at one with nature we want to play with the puppies we want to do all that stuff that i love to do but if you have negative things from your past that you allow to tr- trigger you down and until you forgive them they will and, yeah. and we've got to deal with that stuff so i'm happy that you do that in your work and, totally. you know, I just hope that everybody gets that message that if there's something in your past, whatever it is, I call them transgressors, people, mm-hmm. circumstances or events. You've got to find a path to forgiveness all the way to appreciation. And, mm-hmm. and that's the work that we do. And, and I've yeah. seen people I've, I've had a woman that I worked with that whose son was murdered. And she yeah. has walked a path to appreciation of his murder at 23 and even working on the murderer at this point. And it's really freeing right. to her. Wow. And she's able to now, she experiences her son in dream state like she's mm. never experienced him before since his murder. Yay. Because Aww. she's in that high vibration of appreciation of his Absolutely. journey, his path, all of it. And that's how yeah. magical that is. And I like to use that extreme example because we all have things yes. in the past. But if she can forgive that... We can forgive anything.
0: Oh, we'll be right absolutely. back
1: with Stacey Overman. <laughs>
0: co-creating a more conscious lifestyle.
1: The Taya spiritual practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya bootcamp graduates have to say about this life-changing experience.
0: I see
2: Taya overflowing in every aspect of my life. It's just truly magnificent. There were times that I was not self-assured and didn't have the self-confidence, but now I'm fearless. I really love myself and I know how to live in joy and let go of all these things that held me back from living this beautiful life I've always dreamed of. And it's amazing how rapidly those things
0: start showing up once you practice Taya. It changes everything about you and it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your your career,
2: your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I do deserve the best in life. Visit thestreamofdavid.com slash TYA to learn more and book your free discovery meeting today. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet
0: you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. a message
2: brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council.
1: And we're back with author of Angel Kisses No More Cancer, Stacey Overman.
0: <laughs> so you, it's funny, you.
1: Stacy. We you were talking about uh, ghost mind, a mo- ghost mine a moment ago, <laughs> and I forgot until you mentioned that that mm-hmm. our mutual friend Liza Wolf and and you and I were on together on Facebook Live, I think, and we did uh-huh. ghost stories for Halloween back in 2018, I think, right?
2: <laughs> it's been a while. Do you remember that? <laughs> Yeah, I know we were talking about it, and I know we were gonna. Uh, yeah, I can't even remember now. There's so much
1: happened. Yeah, we started doing it. Then we, I think we were gonna do a whole show of it. We never got back together. We were all so busy. Yeah. We didn't get back together to do a whole show of it, but maybe uh, yeah. on this radio show come October of 2020, maybe we'll oh. set an intention to do.
0: Yeah, to tell we'll have to. We, all have,
1: we all have real ghost stories from. Uh, we yeah, start tapping I have tons. into the energetic realm. Yeah, you, you tap into all sorts of things until you really learn that, okay, I need to be intentional. That was for me. I need to be yeah. intentional of what I'm tapping into, and I'm going to tap into source, pure love, and nothing else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? OMG. Well, and that was the thing, too, after that TV show. like So many people were asking my husband now, my husband Larry, for us to go on these, they would call them ghost investigations and things like that. And I really didn't understand the um what we were really doing like now i have so much more respect like oh i don't want to call it a ghost hunt right like no these are beautiful souls on the other side hopefully they're beautiful souls on the other side but you know it it helped me to learn spiritual boundaries and i'm like nope mama don't go there no more like that's not that's not how i want to play <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's it's odd but you know it's just not my thing it might be your thing but it's not my thing yeah
1: well let's that's, you know, if anybody out there, you know, we're talking about, you know, everybody being able to tap into the energetic realm because we're all part of it. If it's something that you're interested in, uh, you know, it's important to understand what you're tapping into because I didn't, you mm-hmm. know, I didn't go out and get a teacher or a coach. I, I'm a self-taught person in every sense of the way. I taught myself how to channel yeah. and I was, I spent many, many years, heck decades. You know, just trying to just just making contact with different things. And I never got into mm-hmm. anything super negative, but I certainly brought some energy into my life. That was not what I would call positive positive. and mm-hmm. it wreaked havoc on my life, my household. And you know, we experienced things that it was not just me experiencing it. You know, other people around would experience it as well. So you really nice. do need to be intentional in what you're you're going after. And if you yeah. if you feel the love of, of God's source, the angelic realm, you can't go wrong with that. If you're right. intentional about that, you can't go wrong with that. But there's also lower vibrational energy out there. You absolutely can tap into, and you know, you see mm-hmm. examples of people who are tapped into lower vibrational energy doing horrible things on this planet
2: oh gosh yeah well and and i've right, had so. uh i've run into people that you can tell something's like attached to them in a dark sense and all of a sudden i'm shown woo at age 14 they were doing this and you know i I mentioned it to them and their mouth just drops like how did you know and i'm like i didn't they just told me <laughs> and it's been wreaking havoc on their entire life and so yeah I, it's just not something to play with it's like there's a lot of respect <laughs>
1: Be careful. Well, and that's, again, you know, we're not, you you were saying earlier, you know, we're not taught this stuff in school, certainly, and we're we're certainly not taught this in most organized religions. We are taught the opposite of it, Uh but you know, there, there is positive and negative on every topic. And the positive Uh of our connection to the angelic realm or the energetic realm rather is that it is pure love. It is original thought. It is the source of all creation and and it's available to all of us, whether or not Uh you're ever going to channel it or not is, is a different story, but You know, that that feeling, that connection, that intuition, that feeling of joy, that clarity. I talk about clarity a lot and sometimes people don't know exactly what I mean. But, you know, Mm -hmm. when I really raise my vibration, the world suddenly makes sense Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because sometimes, you know, looking at it from a, a, a human perspective, it seems senseless. You know, mm-hmm. if you're following the news, if you're reading about you oh, know, people gosh. are terrified now of this coronavirus and oh, for some gosh. reason they think they need to buy all the toilet paper up at Costco. <laughs> 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 all of that. Oh, so, Lord. You know,
2: yeah. Well, I had a
1: friend that posted and said that they, you know, that everyone's out of Costco out here. I mean, everyone's out of toilet paper. Out toilet mean, they went paper. to Costco and it was all gone at Costco. <laughs> Lord. And I said, you know, it's funny because I, I believe the universe always takes care of me. And I just Mm -hmm. leave it at that. And my auto shipment from Amazon of Charmin is is the whole case of it sitting in my (laughs) foyer. (laughs) I shouldn't say that one as a shortage. I won't give my address (laughs) out.
2: Right. Ding, ding it. Well, and that's the thing, too, is we were talking to people out of Texas the other day, and there's such this fear, and they can't get water, and they're worried about water from China. And I'm like, OMG, like I get my water from Amazon, my high-quality water. (laughs) And like you, I got my TP from (laughs) Amazon, it it's just sad. I'm not in that fear mode, and and that's the difference. Like, are we in a love vibration or are we in a fear vibration? And whatever vibration we're in is what we're going to attract more of. And I'm not getting the coronavirus, right? Like, it's oh my gosh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm yeah, staying well, I'm, in I'm the, I'm the not love vibration. About it
1: either. Well, you know what I always no. say, Stacey, is I'm not going to participate.
2: I'm not playing I'm not that game. I didn't participate in the coronavirus.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I didn't participate in the great recession. I'm not going to participate in the next financial crisis. I don't yes. participate in allowing whoever, you know, is sitting in the White House to, to dictate my happiness or my success in life. Yeah. You know, you, we get to decide what we participate in in this world. We really Absolutely. do. Absolutely. And we do. and I know you are the same way my life is an example of choosing my path and choosing my reality and even when mm-hmm. it's not orthodox uh-huh. I'm still fine. The universe always pampers me always, always, always. And I'm not special. Yeah. That's the thing that I really try to get home. People think, well, you know, you're a channel and you've got this connection <laughs> and you, right. you know, you're blessed. You uh-huh. know, I still have problems. I still have obstacles in my yeah. life, but I, I I'm blessed in that everyone can be blessed, but Absolutely. we make our own <laughs> blessings vibrationally. Absolutely. And when you think you have to go to Costco and buy up all the toilet paper and you're that fear-based, Aww. you're going to manifest something negative in that vibration. And it doesn't right. matter how much stinking toilet paper you have, you know, you're going to manifest <laughs> something, no pun intended, you're, you're going to Aww. manifest something negative in your world. And, and, and you know, what are you, uh, there was a video of somebody that they literally had like a whole, you know, I'm like, how much toilet paper do you need in a year, you know? For crying out loud. Well, you I've heard about times my whole life, so.
2: Oh, yeah. And I was asking my husband. I'm like, why in the heck is everyone buying up all the toilet paper? What's the deal, yo? And he's like, well, because if they're quarantined, they can't leave anywhere for 14 days. And I'm like, yeah, but Amazon ships. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, it
0: shows up at the front door magically.
1: You don't even have to order it. You just put it on another ship.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it can be there the next day. You think we are an ad
1: for uh, Amazon here. I know. Amazon, come on.
2: Show us some If they want to
1: sponsor the Stream of David, they can (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Show us some love, but you know, even just fear-based, mind. fear-based stuff. I think back to 2000, how Y2K was going to kill us all. Like, oh my gosh, people were buying, you know, generators and everything. And all of a sudden, I was thinking to myself, "Wow, I didn't buy a generator. I'm not ready." And the next day, we woke up, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we're all fine. Oh, thank you the God! World is right? Still like...
1: here. The lights are still on.
2: <laughs> Everything's still exactly. That's never Forget
1: that." I will never, never forget, forget, forget how that. ridiculous that whole thing was, and I didn't do anything to prepare uh, for it whatsoever. I just thought, you know, yeah, whatever will be, will I be. I didn't either. And sure yeah. enough, it was just such a it was such a joke. Uh, it really was.
2: But yeah, and and you know, if it's our time to go, it's our time to go, and I'm okay with that. You know, it's like it, I'm okay with that too. I it, whatever's going to be is going to be. I'm just going to keep it's a lovely way to live people. life.
1: to not not be in fear. That's why you know my yeah. the practice that I create is called trust. And when you release yeah. fear, you're able to trust. It's, it's really about trusting the universe, yeah. i.e. source, to deliver everything that you need. And it will. And even yeah. for, if it seems like, because, you know, one of the interesting things, you know, we're talking about how we manifest illness from stress uh-huh. and you manifested an illness and you overcame it and your husband, Hank, manifested an illness and he did not. But there's right. no right or wrong in either of those experiences.
2: Right. Right but it wouldn't have catapulted me to be where i am today if he didn't become a part of my spirit team from the other side because right. i was everything have happened in perfection doing, yeah i would have stayed doing the same kind of thing not that my life was bad not that i was doing anything bad i was a really good person right like i everyday prayed god please use me as a vessel of your love to share this love and your love to other people that's what i used to pray every day and now now it's just a little more intensified <laughs> But um, but I get it now. I didn't get it then. And I had faith then, and now I have a relationship now. Like, there's so much difference. It's, just, it's like, I don't even know if I'm explaining it well enough, but it's just night and day difference. I wouldn't be here if all of that didn't happen. I wouldn't be yeah. doing
1: this. Well, and for the listeners, I just want to drive home the fact that, you know, regardless of where you are right now, if you're suffering from something if you're in the midst of, of cancer or something serious like that, my, my guidance and what the stream's guidance is, and it's not even my guidance, it's the stream's guidance, is really raise your vibration in love, set your intention toward the best possible outcome, whatever that is for you, and the universe will deliver it. And even when one person succumbs and the other person doesn't, you see now from Stacy's story the beauty of that, how he is serving, how she is serving, how they are uplifted in it and how it was all everyone's independent journey. And yeah. it's not for us to judge, you know, it's and, know. And you telling the story. And I remember reading the story about the last moments of his life and really, you know, feeling that in that mm-hmm. moment that the empath in me came out and really, really felt that mm-hmm. and how magical and amazing that transition is. And it's interesting that you mentioned the yeah. hospice nurse, you know, you have a, you had a real open vessel, hospice nurse who will say, oh and I think yeah. to work in hospice, you've got to be like that. Mm-hmm. you know to to really enjoy dealing with the transition of other people day after day after day yeah. and not absorb that in a negative way. You've really got to have a strong energetic realm, spiritual connection, in my opinion, to to do that yeah. sort of work. And it was wonderful that she you know shared with you that hey, this is normal. You know, it's normal for the caregiver to to have this experience and really validated what you were experiencing.
2: Absolutely. Well, and you know, it's interesting too, because part of that hospice nurse one day came and my late husband and I were sitting there talking with her, like, we don't want, we realize us having cancer isn't about us. We realize it's about who we can bless and who we can lead by example. and. There was one day we were having kind of a down day, right, because that happens and we were like, we don't want to be going through this for nothing. And she goes, you don't realize how many lives you've touched just by your sharing your story. And we were in the media constantly and she came to us the next day and she had taken a picture of an article and a picture of us. It was hanging next to a toilet for all places. Chemotherapy people, we know toilets very well. It was hanging next to someone's toilet that she had just visited because she's their hospice nurse. And she said, they've had this hanging there for months because you inspired their family. That makes me want to cry. So when we go through these dark times, it's not about us. It's about how we can serve and who we're touching and what impact we're making as an example to others. Mm.
1: That's beautiful. You know, it's funny in my own experience, you know, you know, you know enough about me to know that for many, many years I kept all of this hidden. Mm -hmm. And I, I did serve others in a business sense because I used very limited law of attraction teachings to teach a lot of, uh, I kind of specialized, I worked in interior design for years and yeah. years at a very high corporate level job. And my specialty, the, the way I was so successful in what I did is I, I would encounter a lot of sort of midlife women who were going through divorce and they needed to support themselves. You know, perhaps they mm-hmm. were the second income in the household or maybe not working at all. And mm-hmm. I showed them how to make six figures, in that mm-hmm. business, if they had talent and they could deal with people, I could show them how to make at least a hundred thousand dollars a year selling yeah. furniture. In fact, my most successful designer made five hundred thousand dollars a year. So awesome. you know, it was it was very very yeah. fulfilling on that level. But then I got to the point where I realized I can't I can't keep the spiritual side of me hidden any longer. Right. I just couldn't. And yeah. I always thought I was on this sort of this selfish path because I understood law of attraction from age six. And I understood right. how to make money and how to how to have nice things in my life, but it got to a point where I just couldn't not share it anymore. So I'm so glad that you do. Mm-hmm. We're getting to the end of our hour here. So let's take a moment for you to go ahead and share where they can get in touch with you and, and where they can get your book and your new workbook.
2: Oh absolutely. Well you can find my my book and the Workbook that goes with the book, if you like to have a journal on Amazon. It's Angel Kisses No More Cancer, is the book. And the journal is called Angel Kisses Every Day. The journal. Um, it's a really great companion to have. You can find that on Amazon. Um, if you are interested in working with me, like I would love to book a complimentary call with you. And I think David's got the links, but it's bit.ly forward slash book with Stacy Overman. And on that page, you'll get gifted my like cheat sheet to start healing right away. Like it's, it'll automatically go out once you book your call with me, or you can visit me at stacyoverman.com. Thank you, David.
1: Very good, Stacey. Thank you so much for being on. It's always fun talking to you and uplifting and just hearing your story over again just brought me right back to your book. So go out there and get Stacey's book, get her workbook. Thank you so much for being on, and I will uh, talk to you soon.
0: All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening.
1: Namaste.